My name is Zach Arnold. I'm a Hollywood film and television editor, a documentary director, father of two, and creator of Optimize Yourself. Since beginning my career, I have battled attention issues, anxiety, and creative burnout more times than I can keep track of. Back in 2005, after almost losing the battle with suicidal depression, I decided that I no longer wanted to sacrifice myself for the sake of my career. I was done barely surviving. I wanted to thrive. Since then, I have obsessively searched for every possible way to optimize my own creative performance. My journey is far from complete, but I have now made it my mission to shorten your learning curve so you can forge your own path to greatness without having to sacrifice balance in the process. Now it's time to start designing the optimized version of you. Hello and welcome to a special episode of the Optimize Yourself podcast where I provide my articles in audio form so you have the opportunity to listen instead of sit and read if that's your preference. My hope is that you're going to use this opportunity to get up and step away from your chair for the next 15 to 20 minutes and build the habit of moving more throughout your workday. The following is a reading of my article that's titled, Are You Productive or Just Busy? Answer these five questions to find out. And this article can be found at optimizeyourself.me slash busy dash or dash productive. So again, that's busy dash or dash productive. I hope that the ideas in this article inspire you to take some action in your life. The reading will begin after a brief moment to recognize the sponsors that literally make this show possible. Thank you so much for your patience and for your support. This episode is made possible by Storyblocks, formerly known as Graphic Stock, a company that I have trusted for years with many of my website and podcast images and artwork. I am super picky about the quality of the work that I do, and Storyblocks passes the test, which is why I am proud to now have them as a sponsor. If you go to optimizeyourself.me slash storyblocks, you can literally download anything from their library of over 400,000 stunning photos, textures, images, and icons free for seven days, and also unlock discounts on millions more items. Just go to optimizeyourself.me slash storyblocks, S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S. This episode is made possible by The Human Charger a revolutionary new light therapy device made specifically for people who spend long days in the dark and don't get enough sunlight, i.e. you and me. Simply put in the earbuds for 12 minutes a day to drastically increase your energy, improve your mood, and increase mental alertness and focus. To learn more, visit optimizeyourself.me slash humancharger and use the code OPTIMIZE to get 20% off your order. This episode is made possible by AeroDriven, the makers of the Topomat, my number one recommendation for anyone interested in moving more at their height adjustable workstation. The Topomat is scientifically proven to help you move more throughout your day, which helps reduce discomfort and also increase your focus and productivity. To learn more, visit optimizeyourself.me slash topo. That's T-O-P-O. If your livelihood depends on your ability to be creative and generate ideas, you don't have the luxury of wasting precious mental energy and focus on meaningless tasks, busy work, and constant interruptions. You can't just punch the time clock at 5 p.m. You work until the job is done. And how you budget your mental energy and your focus determines whether or not you're leaving at a decent hour or if you're chronically putting in late nights that are fueled by Red Bull and Chinese takeout. 
If you were tired of spinning your wheels doing stuff all day, yet you feel like you never actually accomplish anything before searching for the next productivity app or time management hack, just ask yourself these five questions first. How distracted are you during a regular workday? How accommodating are you to the urgent needs of others? How accommodating are you to your own urgent needs? Have you clearly defined why your next action is truly important? And are you 100% confident that your next action is even the right action? I was recently chatting with a private coaching client about time management, and she shared with me that her greatest struggle is prioritizing what needs to get done during any given workday. She laid out for me no less than seven huge projects that she was contemplating starting or that she was already working on, and she felt frazzled trying to juggle all the different tasks and goals. Being an ambitious, quote-unquote, creative, she had a tendency towards being distracted easily. Squirrel! And she would often procrastinate and end up getting nothing done at all. This led to guilt, self-loathing, and unfortunately, it also led to a divorce due to all the unfulfilled promises in her relationship. Her current solution to staying focused was creating an accountability system whereby she would keep track of all of the tasks that she had completed during the day, and then she would email that to someone to prove that she had a productive day and that she didn't waste her time. So my question to her was, does a long list of completed tasks prove that you've gotten anything meaningful done during your workday? And silence. The theater of work. For tens of thousands of years, mankind has simply lived in survival mode. There was no such thing as a schedule. We worked according to our needs. Food, check. Water, check. Shelter, check. But then as culture became more civilized and we became farmers and specialists, it was a matter of working until the job was done. Are the fences built? Check. Animals fed? Check. Horses shod? Check. It wasn't until the industrialization of our society in the 19th century that we began measuring quote-unquote output and working year-round for a specified number of hours per day and weeks per year. The term productivity was only first used in an economic sense starting in 1899, defined as the rate of output per unit. So, made the maximum number of widgets in 40 hours per week? Check. Now fast forward to today, and we have been conditioned to believe that we must look busy every single minute of the day in order to appear productive. God forbid our boss walks by and we're smiling, laughing, or chatting with a coworker. Or imagine the sheer horror of our boss looking for us and we're not even in our office because we've taken a quick walk around the block to clear our heads and solve a creative problem. But of course, it's more than okay to take a five-minute smoke break, right? So to avoid the embarrassment or the outright fear of getting reprimanded for not being busy, we've conditioned ourselves to constantly be doing something anything so it appears as if we're getting things done. Looked busy while making widgets for 40 to 80 hours per week? Check. We've become so consumed with measuring how much we work and how much that we're producing that we've lost sight of whether or not the work that we're doing even needs to be done at all. We have become actors in the theater of work. Productivity isn't about apps. The 21st century solution to unknowingly getting sucked into the theater of work has been technology. 
Because we find ourselves constantly spinning our wheels all day long and not achieving any of the larger goals that we set for ourselves, we think the solution is fancy to-do list apps, calendar apps, project management apps, and complicated systems with apps to help us use those systems. Now, there's no question that I love me some Trello and I live and die by David Allen's Getting Things Done productivity system. But lost in all the noise about becoming more productive and maximizing output are the fundamental components of what is necessary to truly consider yourself productive. And by the way, if you want to learn more about David Allen's GTD system, you can go to optimizeyourself.me slash episode 04. Now, OmniFocus is absolutely going to help you get more things done during the day, but are they important things? BusyCal is an awesome scheduling tool, but are you scheduling the right commitments at the right times? Trello will absolutely help you organize your life, but are you spending time organizing the right things? You can only call yourself a truly productive person if every single action that you take moves you towards your much larger goals. Otherwise, you are just rearranging the deck chairs on the Titanic. It's time to be honest with yourself. If you intend to achieve the goals that you set for yourself in life before running to the app store and buying the top 10 rated productivity apps of the day, try asking yourself these five questions first. Number one, how distracted are you during a regular workday? Busy people pride themselves on being able to multitask. It looks so impressive to be able to simultaneously do creative work, answer emails, respond to text messages and tweets, and Facebook messages and Instagram and Pinterest and Snapchat and, oh my God, I give up. And furthermore, keep an open door policy because you always want to be available to others. But the reality is that the human brain simply isn't capable of processing more than one complex task at a time. Multitasking has been proven to diminish productivity by up to 40%. So while you think that you're masterfully juggling six balls at once, consider for a second that you are just rapidly juggling one ball at a time and you're expending a tremendous amount of energy keeping up the illusion that you are juggling. Energy that could instead be applied to your creative work. As Cal Newport points out in his book, Deep Work, there is a cost to switching from one task to the next that's called attention residue, and it can take upwards of 20 to 25 minutes after a single distraction to get back into a state of creative flow. And you can learn more about the concept of deep work in my recent podcast interview with author Cal Newport, and that's at optimizeyourself.me slash episode 35. Instead of going out of their way to appear busy, productive people focus intensely on a single action at a time and they protect their attention. If your livelihood depends on doing intense creative work, avoiding multitasking shouldn't be a luxury. This should be the rule. So here's an action step. The next time that you have a creative task ahead of you, whether it's film editing, writing, drawing, or even just brainstorming ideas, Challenge yourself to eliminate all distractions and work in a focused time block for a minimum of 25 minutes. And my default time block is 55 minutes, and I generally do at least five of these per day. And if you want a quick primer on how to set up your first productive time block, just go to optimizeyourself.me slash time blocks. Question number two, how accommodating are you to the urgent needs of others? Busy people love the word yes. It is their default answer whenever somebody requests their time, energy, or attention. 
Accommodating the needs of others is the number one priority of busy people. Emails are answered in five minutes or less. They agree to any and all meetings, lunches, and they answer all impromptu phone calls. Anything urgent is always prioritized before something important. Busy people live their lives as office firefighters, always putting out the next most immediate fire. And it's so easy to blame modern society, but the sense of urgency that we feel pressured by all day long has nothing to do with the ability of other people to reach you instantly via email, phone, social media, or otherwise. This phenomenon is basic human nature. In the American Magazine article titled, Why I Quit Being So Accommodating, an uncredited author explains in great detail how being so accommodating to the urgent needs of everyone around him may have anointed him a quote-unquote good fellow amongst his friends and his family, but it ultimately cost him his happiness. By the way, the article was written in 1922, and clearly not a whole lot has changed in almost a century. Quoting him from the article, you are 35 years old, I said to myself. More than half of your life has already been spent. And who's living your life anyway? Is it actually yours? Or is it a kind of public storehouse of odd jobs? A pile of days and hours put on the counter of the world with a sign that's inviting every Tom, Dick, and Harry to take one. So while the default answer for busy people is yes to anything urgent, the default answer for productive people is almost always no, unless the request is important and the clear answer is hell yes. And note, if you are unaware of the difference between urgent and important, you can listen to my podcast interview with Greg McEwen to learn more about the concept of essentialism. It's available at optimizeyourself.me slash episode 34. A productive person is able to confidently turn down what appears to be great opportunities because they most likely have something akin to a decision matrix that allows them to weigh the benefits and drawbacks of each opportunity and know almost immediately if it will allow them to achieve their most important goals. So here's an action step. The next time that somebody makes an urgent request of you or they present you with what appears to be a fantastic opportunity, rather than immediately rushing to the default answer of absolutely, instead try answering with, you know what, this sounds like a great opportunity. Let me check my calendar and my current priorities and then I'll get back to you. And hey, if all else fails, just try this. I don't mean to be rude, but your emergency is not my emergency. Repeat after me one more time. I don't mean to be rude, but your emergency is not my emergency. Question number three, how accommodating are you to your own urgent needs? Feeling like you've reached the end of a 12-hour day with nothing to show for it is demoralizing, and it is easy to blame the urgent needs of others and their constant requests of your attention for your lack of productivity, but perhaps you are actually your own worst enemy. It is extremely common to overcommit because you have underestimated how much that you can accomplish in any given day. And conversely, it's equally as common to underestimate how much you can accomplish over a longer period of time and assume that there's no point in committing to bigger goals at all. Quoting Bill Gates, we always overestimate the change that will occur in the next two years and underestimate the change that will occur in the next 10. Don't let yourself be lulled into inaction. 
When faced with an overwhelming amount of stuff that needs to get done, it is so much easier to either jump into the simple stuff first or outright procrastinate because you just don't have the energy to take on the harder stuff. The number one fallacy of using a to-do list to organize your life is that it's simply a list of random tasks that you want to complete. But in creating this list, have you taken the time to ask which tasks should be completed first? How long will each of these tasks take? And which tasks feel urgent but really aren't important to my goals at all? If you've never asked yourself any of these questions before and you dive right into checking off a bunch of random tasks, then most likely you haven't defined your macro goal and the micro goals that are necessary to lead you closer to that macro goal. So rather than crossing off a bunch of things on a random to-do list and feeling busy, productive people measure their output by the weighted importance of a particular task. In order to accomplish important things, they step back and assess how much time a task will take to complete and when the best time is to work on it based on the other important tasks that are already on their list. A productive person would rather complete one important task the entire day than 20 meaningless tasks because accomplishing their quote-unquote one thing will make the rest of the day's tasks either easier or completely unnecessary. And if you're not familiar with the concept of defining your one thing, check out my podcast with best-selling author and productivity expert Jay Papazan at optimizeyourself.me slash episode 36. So here's an action step. The next time that you jump into your to-do list, try taking just 15 minutes and organizing your to-do list as blocks of time on your calendar instead, a process that I call calendar stacking. Doing so forces you to think much more realistically about the time that's required for your tasks, and it also forces you to think about whether or not the time blocks that you've chosen will conflict with other commitments during your day. Question number four. Have you clearly defined why your next action is truly important? As you get ready to take on your next task, if there's a nagging voice in the back of your head that's asking, so why am I doing this again? Then you have already lost the war. Not knowing why you're about to put your time and energy into any given task is what leads your mouse down the endless black hole of social media, 57 open browser tabs that you're going to read eventually, and videos of cats chasing laser lights, which, by the way, yields just under 2.4 million search results, in case you were wondering. As tasks pile up, as the urgency mounts, and as the sense of dread and overwhelm set in that you are simply never going to have an empty to-do list, the tendency for busy people is to kick into overdrive and power through as many tasks as possible with the end goal simply being a shorter to-do list. Now, productive people, on the other hand, are okay with the fact that life is going to be messy and the to-do list is never going to be empty. The pile of mail might just stack up for a while. They might get behind on their laundry, and they might have unanswered emails or phone calls that need to be returned. All of these things are necessary casualties of accomplishing important tasks, like writing a book or screenplay, building an online business, editing a film, learning a complicated skill, or even painting a masterpiece. A productive person is able to avoid all of the meaningless drudgery of daily life because they have attached a deeper why to their actions. 
Letting smaller tasks and email accumulate is easy if that time is sacrificed to learn a complicated skill that's going to lead to a promotion, increased income, and more quality time spent in the evenings with their children because the promotion that they earn affords them a more flexible schedule. So here's another action step. Before plowing into your to-do list simply for the end goal of making it smaller, instead ask yourself, why is accomplishing my biggest goal right now important to me? And then once you've done so, ask yourself why again. And then once you've done so, ask yourself why yet again. And then once you've gone as deep as you think you can go, ask yourself how accomplishing your greater goals is going to benefit the most important people in your life. And if you want to dig deeper into the concept of why stacks, you can check out my podcast with high-performance coach Jeanette Goodrich. That's at optimizeyourself.me slash episode 32. Question number five, are you 100% confident that your next action is the right action? The number one thing that determines your true level of productivity is the level of confidence that you have when asking yourself the following question. Is the next action that I'm about to take the right action that will lead me towards my greater goals? If your confidence level is not at 100%, you are going to procrastinate because you are unsure if you should be doing something at all. If your confidence level is not at 100%, you will be easily led to distraction because you don't want to think about what else you should be doing instead. And if your confidence level is not at 100%, you will eventually burn out because you are not passionate about the work that you're doing. Now, I already know what the busy people are thinking. I don't have time to stop working and think about which actions are the next actions. I've got too much to do. A busy person assumes that the way to maximize productivity is to be doing every single minute of the day. Time is something that must always be spent, but never invested. It's the same mindset as thinking, well, why would I maximize the amount of money that I'm investing in retirement? I'm not going to have that money for decades and I have expenses today. A productive person, on the other hand, understands that one hour of planning has an infinitely greater effect on their productivity than an equal hour of doing. Because that one single hour allows them to strategize an entire week or more of important tasks while also creating space to take care of the busy work. Just like investing in a 401k, compound interest applies to your time as well. An hour of planning can yield an additional five-fold increase in your productivity as time progresses. A productive person knows that front-loading the hard work to prioritize their time, energy, and attention will lead to absolute and complete confidence that their next action is unequivocally the right action. So here are your final action steps. Number one. Before jumping into the next 100 items on your to-do list, block out 60 minutes on your calendar, eliminate all outside distractions, and answer the above five questions about yourself with 100% honesty. This exercise is not about judgment. It's about developing awareness of how you manage and respond to the requests and expectations of daily life. And number two, if you are not happy with any of your answers and you're interested in developing laser sharp focus and taking real action towards the most important goals in your life, having complete clarity on what needs to get done 
and having 100% confidence that you are doing what's necessary, then I invite you to join the waitlist for my Focus Yourself program so you are the first to know when beta enrollment opens and you get a steep discount. You can join the waitlist at optimizeyourself.me slash focus. I'll even send you my 50-page ultimate guide to optimizing your creativity and avoiding burnout as a bonus. I hope you enjoyed the reading of my article, Are You Productive or Just Busy? Answer these five questions to find out, which can be found at optimizeyourself.me slash busy dash or dash productive if you'd like to check out any of the links to learn more. I hope that this article inspired you to take action in your life, and it also gave you the opportunity to step away from your desk and incorporate just a little bit of movement into your workday. Thank you for listening. Be well. This episode is made possible by Storyblocks, formerly known as Graphic Stock, a company that I have trusted for years with many of my website and podcast images and artwork. I don't know about you, but I am often desperately searching at the last minute for a quick photo, an image, vector, or just a simple icon, and a Google search for images that I don't have the right to use anyway just doesn't cut it. So instead, I head over to Storyblocks. Unlike a lot of stock companies that really only have boring corporate images that, let's be honest, belong in the category of who would even use this crap, Storyblocks has over 400,000 stunning photos, textures, images, and icons. I am super picky about the quality of the work that I do, and Storyblocks passes the test, which is why I am proud to now have them as a sponsor. If you go to optimizeyourself.me slash storyblocks, you can literally download anything from their library of over 400,000 items free for seven days and also unlock discounts on millions more items. That's optimizeyourself.me slash storyblocks. S-T-O-R-Y-B-L-O-C-K-S. This episode of the Optimize Yourself podcast was made possible by the Human Charger a revolutionary new light therapy device made specifically for people who spend long days in the dark and don't get enough sunlight, i.e. you and me. It's not a light box. It's smaller than an iPod Nano, and it fits right in your pocket. Now, no different than listening to music, all you have to do is simply put in the earbuds for 12 minutes a day to receive your daily recommended dosage of UV-free white light. This light stimulates the photosensitive receptors in your brain, which then affects your neurochemistry via neurotransmitters such as serotonin, dopamine, and noradrenaline. Doing so can drastically increase your energy, improve your mood, and increase mental alertness and focus. This device has literally changed my life, and I use it every morning without fail. To learn more, visit optimizeyourself.me slash humancharger and use the code OPTIMIZE to get 20% off your order. This episode of the Optimize Yourself podcast was made possible by ErgoDriven, the makers of the Topomat and Topo Mini, my number one recommendations for anyone interested in moving more at their height-adjustable workstation. Listen, standing desks are only great if you're standing well. Otherwise, you're constantly fighting fatigue and chronic pain. Not like any other anti-fatigue mat, the Topo is scientifically proven to help you move more throughout the day, which helps reduce discomfort and also increase your focus and productivity. My friends at ErgoDriven did extensive testing and compared their product to the top of the line floor mats, and they found the Topo drove almost two and a half more moves per minute with 270% more foot motion. 
Now, what this simply means is that the topo users move more. I'm standing on one as I read this, and I don't go to a single job without it. And if you're smaller and you're concerned the topo mat is too big, or you simply don't have the floor space, there's a topo mini for that. To learn more, visit optimizeyourself.me topo. That's T-O-P-O.